Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. This is the WIA National News for week commencing February 20, 2011, from the studios of the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club at Carrion, New South Wales. Your presenters will be Cole VK2ZCO, Ian VK2HK, Karen VK2AKB and Rod VK2FVRJ. I am Fred VK2FSP. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au With just seven days until the biggest amateur radio event in the Southern Hemisphere, expectations are high that the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club Field Day at Wyong next Sunday will be the biggest and best yet. Gates will open at 6.30am to allow entry and setup for traders and exhibitors and the flea marketeers, while the trader and exhibitor areas will open to the public at 9am. Admission is adults $12 with free admission for those under 17. And to make your entry to the race course as quick as possible, could you please have the correct entry fee ready at the gate? The bistro will also open at 8am for early arrivals. Most major suppliers of amateur radio and electronic equipment will be there, as will representatives of various amateur radio groups and clubs, plus raffles, seminars and free tea and coffee. Amateur radio examinations will also be conducted on the day by Brian Kelly, who can be contacted on 0418 659 043 for further information. Please visit the Field Day website www.fieldday.org.au for more comprehensive information regarding traders, exhibitors, seminars, etc. Or email Central Coast Amateur Radio Club at ccarc at ccarc.org.au. For help on the day, there will be directions and information available via the local VHF repeater 146.725 MHz with a 91.5 subtone. Central Coast Amateur Radio Club wishes to advise the amateur radio community that track maintenance work will be taking place on the Newcastle Central Coast Rail Line on the weekend of the 26th-27th of February. Buses will replace trains between Central and Newcastle, so people travelling to the field day should allow additional travelling time. Please go to the Field Day website www.fieldday.org.au where information regarding bus timetables for the weekend is available. We regret there will be no formal Field Day dinner this year, however the bowling club in Pannonia Road, Wyong, will be available as an informal meeting place and meal on Saturday evening the 26th of February from 6pm. And that's all from me. I'm Rod, VK2FVRJ. I'll see you next week at Amateur Radio's Big Day Out. SDR Expert Touring Australia. SDR Software Defined Radio Expert Chell Carson, LA2NI, arrived in Sydney last week for a holiday tour around Australia. Chell is a major contributor to the Herm Ease Project, a high-performance high SDR transceiver and is also the project leader on Apollo, a power amplifier and filter for Hermes. For, inf for information on these projects, just Google the words H-E-R-M-E-S and H-P-S-D-R. Chell has been an amateur since 1962. His primary amateur interest is in, is in constructing VHF and HF equipment, 
and he built his first digital synth synthesizer in 1968. In 1995, he built a small 25-watt HF transceiver that was used by Norwegian adventurer Berg Ausland during a solo Antarctic crossing. Now, Chell's passion, passion is software-defined radio. He has already given a lecture on SDR to the Manly Warringah Radio Society in Sydney. Chell is on APRS, so you'll be able to follow him as he travels around Australia. He plans to visit Adelaide, Alice Springs and Perth. Keep an eye and ear out for his call sign, Lima Alpha 2, November, India. Tate expands. Tate Radio Communications has opened a new facility in Clayton, Victoria to service its expanded Victorian business. A new workshop and project planning centre will manage the rollout of radio equipment, ongoing maintenance and upgrades for the emergency services sector. Tate is currently working with the Country Fire Authority, CFA, on its radio replacement project, which will create up to 12 new jobs during the next year. As part of the deal, it is rolling out 13,000 digital trunked radios, which is expected to be completed in mid-2012. The new facility will also house existing Melbourne staff. Virus infects ambulance computers. Computers handling ambulances in New South Wales are back online. A major virus forced staff to shut them down for more than 24 hours on Saturday, prompting staff to coordinate paramedics by telephone and handwritten notes. General Manager Mike Willis said, The time it took to fix the problem was regrettable, but I would not allow the system to be turned back on until our technician, technicians cleaned every workstation. The cause and source of the virus was still not known, he said. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. From Brisbane, it's relayed on 3605 kHz and 147 MHz at 7.30pm Mondays. I'm Bruce, VK4EHT. Hams across Australia. VK2, New South Wales morning broadcast for Wyong Field Day. Is the New South Wales custom there will be no VK2WI news on the morning of our Central Coast Field Day, Sunday the 27th of February. In its place there will be a transmission on Saturday evening at 7.30 with the normal morning format. Sunday evening broadcast after the field day will be as normal at 7.30pm. The Orange Club in VK2 now meets at the Orange SES Advisors Ross VK2ER. Getting plastered at the club rooms. Finishing off the ceiling plastering is being done at the Summerland Club Rooms in northern New South Wales. The good guy involved with this project is Steve Price, plasterer of Gunalabar, who, who has donated his time to the Amateur Radio Club. Good on you, Steve. ARNSW will be starting an amateur radio training course at Dural on Monday the 7th of March. It will be in the evening from 1900 to 2130 hours, advises Terry VK2UX, who will be the instructor. It will run every Monday evening and is free for members or $5 per night for non-members, who can join ARNSW on the night if they wish. Bookings are not required, although expressions of interest would be welcome to the office phone 9651-1490 and leave a message and contact details. 
Lockie is the name of the Edge of Space Balloon experiment that Tamworth Radio Club members and Tamworth Oxley Scout members will be launching in the coming weeks. As airspace is heavily regulated regarding its use, negotiations are well in hand with Australia's airspace regulator, the Civil Aviation Safety Authority, or SA, sorry, CASA, and air traffic controllers regarding a host of regulations that need to be complied with regarding the flight of the balloon through controlled airspace. Non-compliance with all the necessary regulations has large and hefty fines, along with an optional holiday in jail. Controlled airspace starts at various altitudes above ground, depending on where you are, up to 60,000 feet. Most jet passenger aircraft crews at an altitude between 25,000 and 40,000 feet. How would anyone get to see the photos? if the little baby craft gets swallowed and shredded by a big nasty jet engine. Up-to-date information can be found on Tamworth Radio Club's website www.trci.org.au Then follow the links to projects. VK2BOZ is Publicity Officer and VK2YGV Project Director. Like to help with some communications in the VK4? Well, Logan West Amateur Radio Club is seeking help in supplying communications in the Maryvale area of Queensland on the weekend 9th and 10th April. VHF and UHF operators and someone to do data entry at the ride base. Fuel vouchers will be issued to assist in travel costs. Please contact VK4OD at wia.org.au. VK5. Now to find out a little of what is ticking at the port. Good morning. This is Dino, VK5HOG, Secretary of the Port Adelaide Radio Club. I wish to advise listeners that the club is still in existence. Our club rooms are situated at St. Patrick's Reserve, Melbourne Place, Alberton. We meet every Wednesday and the club rooms are open from 4pm to 8pm. All visitors are welcome. Inquiries may be made on 8277-4397. I repeat, 8277-4397. Thank you. Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service. Relayed throughout Australia, and originates from VK1 WIA. Discussion point. Now and again, WIA National News brings you something to think about in our discussion point. The apocalypse is upon us. This is Stuart, VK4 Mike Zero Lima. I'm talking about the internet protocol, specifically version 4, which has come to dominate all aspects of computer networking. So popular is this protocol that on the 4th of February, the Internet Assigned Numbers Authority ran out of addresses. At the recently held Linux.conf.au conference in Brisbane, Google Vice President Dr. Vinton Cerf and APNIC Chief Scientist Jeff Houston both gave keynote speeches covering this issue. For links to these videos and other additional background information, see the text edition of this news bulletin.
The upshot is that with the increase in internet users in the next few years, we can expect rough times ahead as ISPs are forced to take radical steps to conserve address space. Any software or device that relies on direct peer-to-peer contact such as Skype and Echolink will suffer at the very least significant performance degradation over time. On top of this will be a substantially worsened spam and malware problem as the culprits become harder to trace. IPv4 has a successor, IPv6, which was designed to solve this problem among others. The catch is not enough people are taking it up and time is running out. If you write software for a living or as a hobby that talks to the internet, we need you to ensure your software is able to communicate over this protocol. If you are a consumer, we need you to contact your ISPs, device manufacturers and software companies and ask them what they are doing to address this issue. Let's work together to ensure the internet as we know it today remains open as possible for all into the future. This has been Stuart, VK4 Mike Seralima reporting from Brisbane. WIA National News asked an IT expert for her comments and were told. The reality is that IP6 is totally incompatible with IP4. It's like saying digital and analog radio. It uses the same airwaves but the two technologies are completely different. And it's because of these incompatibilities that pretty much nobody has taken it up. What makes it worse is there is currently no way to make an IP4 to IP6 gateway. So my take, and it is a personal view, is that IP6 will never take off ever and that someone will think of something better as the next generation networking layer and this will be driven by the ability to interconnect with what we currently have. Is the world really running out of address space? It's running out of address space that has been allocated for use by the ISPs. So is there any address space that has been allocated to other organisations that is not being utilised? Yes, and there is backloads of it. Some very large address blocks called Class A blocks were allocated in the beginning to universities and companies like IBM and these address blocks are not being utilised. So there is an administration solution to this that could see us with enough address space for the next five to ten years, so I am told. Ahead of international and operational news, a look at education in VK7. Other potential candidates are reminded that exams can be conducted across the northwest coast of Tassie at a mutually agreed time and place by the Cradle Coast Amateur Radio Club examiners. For further details on gaining a licence or upgrading, contact Cradle Coast Amateur Radio Club Learning Organiser Keith Wrinkler, VK7KW. Contact details are available on the club website best found when you visit wia.org.au and look up VK7 Clubs. This is Karen, VK2AKB. Across Australia, from VK1 WIA, you are tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Adelaide, it can be heard on VK5 RAD on 147.000 at 9am. I'm Paul, VK5, Foxtrot, Papa Alf Uniform. International News, with thanks to RSGB, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, 
NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. Silent Key LEN ZL3IE Silent Key at 100 Veteran New Zealand radio amateur Len Hopkinson ZL3IE passed away at the age of 100. ZL3PN writes ZL3IE Happy Days was a sign-off saying of Len for 75 years after every contact. Len was visited by scores of Russian seamen from ships loading meat from Timaru right through the decades. Sunspots, low or high, his cubicle quad got into the Russian hams. Len has been described as a true homebrew gear ham from the 1930s. The Requiem Mass for Len was celebrated at St Joseph's Catholic Church Temeka on February the 15th. Allocation of South African ZS9 call signs. When the original request was made to ICASA to issue ZS9 calls, the proposal by a group of ZS radio amateurs who had formed a contest group was based on the assumption that ZS9 call signs would only be allocated to a club for contesting purposes. Of late, individual radio amateurs are applying for ZS9 call signs for their own general use. ICASA, the South African version of our ACMA, is now looking at setting guidelines that will determine the conditions under which ZS9 call signs will be issued. The item is on the agenda of the ICASA and the SARL liaison meeting to be held February the 25th. This is Ian, VK2HK. Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. Special event stations, repeater beacon DX and net advice. Announcing Timor Lest 2011 expedition. VK8 NSB, VK8 FNCY, 9M6 DXX, 9M6 XRO, and MW0JRX will be operating from Timor Lest between 16 and 26th September on Aturo Island. OC. Stewart told the WIA National News that their group is working closely with the Timor List Licensing Authority and a special de-expedition call sign will be announced soon. Maturo Island was chosen in order to provide a quiet location well away from the electrical noise of downtown Dili. QSL via M0URX direct via the Bureau or L-O-T-W. The Orange and District ARC turns 50 this year and part of the celebrations will be a special event call sign from the start of March until the end of June. The call is VI-50AOA. Kenya, 5Z. SIG, NV7E is active as 5Z4BE for the next four years. 
It is active on 160 to 10 meters. This includes entries in all the major contests, QSL for home call NV7E. Broadcast monitoring, SWL and scanner news. Norway to end national analog FM. The Norwegian government has announced plans see the national public and commercial radio services ceasing FM broadcasts in 2017. A report on RW Online quotes a government press release as saying, The radio industry wants a liquidation of FM and the government now takes active steps to facilitate a transition to digital radio and to take care of listeners' interests. BBC to cut back foreign language the British Broadcasting Corporation has confirmed plans to cease five of its 32 World Service language transmissions. The World Service will also eliminate shortwave transmissions of six more language services in March. Intruder Watch Enforcement Zone Voice of Russia moved from 7200 to 7265 kHz. On the IARU Region 1 website, DJ9KR reports that the Voice of Russia has moved from the exclusive amateur radio frequency of 7200 kHz. The report says, DF5SX informed St. Petersburg TX Center. Immediately, a letter of complaint was sent and asked for a frequency shift off the exclusive amateur radio frequency of 7200 kHz. February 8. A short email from Mr. Alexei Vesnin from the General Radio Frequency Center in Moscow informing. I moved 7200 to 7265. For me, it is easy. Are you happy? Best regards, Alexei. Media Watch. Ham Radio on the Bookshelf We Be Big A book about broadcasting and ham radio A new book from a couple of New York Times best-selling authors who are also nationally syndicated broadcast personalities will offer readers unprecedented exposure to the hobby of amateur radio. We Be Big from Thomas Nelson Publishers is the autobiography of Rick Burgess and Bill Bubba Busses whose morning radio show is heard in over 50 cities across America, as well as on XM Satellite Radio. Publication date for We Be Big is scheduled for March the 22nd. Pre-orders are being accepted by many booksellers across the USA. Thank you, folks. That was VK2ZCO Cold. Cheers. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In VK7, it can be heard on the VK7 repeater networks across Tasmania and on HF frequencies from 9am each Sunday, followed by the VK7 regional news broadcast from 9.30am. I'm Tom, VK7TL. Worldwide special interest groups, Final Frontier. The new long wavelength array. What has been termed as an innovative new radio telescope array is now under construction in central New Mexico, one that will eventually harness the power of more than 13,000 antennas 
and provide a fresh eye to the sky. This antenna farm will form what has been called the Long Wavelength Array. This is a radio telescope designed to survey the sky from horizon to horizon over a range of frequencies in the high frequency spectrum from 20 to 80 MHz. The University of New Mexico is the lead researcher in this project. NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena, California is providing the advanced digital electronic systems which represent a major component of the observatory. Mars mission lands three spacemen. In an 18-month mission to study the effects of a mission to Mars, three of six volunteers touched down on Sunday last before moving out of their lander for their first spacewalk on the Martian surface, all without leaving a Moscow research centre. The landing marks the approximate halfway point for the experiment in which the participants must spend 520 days in isolation from the world to test how humans will respond to the pressures of the long voyage to Mars. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Medical Allen VK2GR and Jacet VK2FXGR are active as P29CW from the north and middle fly river areas of the remote area of Kyunga. Uh, IOTA OC034 until early September while working for the organisation Australian Doctors International. Activity on 80 to 10 metres using CW, SSB and RTTY in their spare time. QSL via VK2IR. Worldwide Special Interest Group Military. Radio Luxembourg used by Allied Forces in World War II. A video showing Radio Luxembourg being operated by the Allied Forces Psychological Warfare Division in 1944 is now available. Alan Bailey on Digital Spy has posted a link to a fascinating short video showing Radio Luxembourg operated by the Allied Forces Psychological Warfare Division to break down German morale and induce Nazi troops to surrender during World War II. Check out these fascinating shots by following the links best read on the script edition of this news at wia.org.au. Special interest groups VHF and above. The news is that in southeast Queensland local interest is growing in having gear available for microwave amateur radio bands 1296 MHz and the many bands above. The Brisbane VHF group recognises this and is organising a time when local microwaving amateurs will be out at public places using their gear. Weather permitting, this will be on Sunday the 6th of March. Contact Club President Doug VK4OE on 0733915526 or at uwaves at bigpond.com. All amateurs and other interested folk in the area or travelling through are invited to come along and see Microwave Amateur Radio in action. Rewind. There were there were many major events of 1971, among them the first ever one-day cricket match between England and Australia. Idi Amin became President of Uganda. Apollo missions 14 and 15 land on the moon and return safely to Earth. Bangladesh becomes an independent nation and West German President Willy Brandt wins the Nobel Peace Prize. Arguably the most notable event, however, was the founding of the St George Amateur Radio Society. The Society will be 40 years old in May, and to commemorate, a dinner is being held Wednesday, May 4th, at the South Hurstville RSL Club.
Once again, we remind you there's only one week to go until Amateur Radio's big day out. The Central Coast Amateur Radio Club Field Day at Wyong will be held on Sunday the 27th of February 2011 at Wyong Racecourse. The gates will open at 6.30am to allow entry and set up for traders, exhibitors and flea marketeers and the trader and exhibitor areas will open to the public at 9am. Admission is $12 for adults with free admission for those under 17. Amateur radio examinations will be conducted on the day by Brian Kelly who can be contacted on 0418-659-043 for further information. And for help on the day there will be directions and information available via the local VHF repeater 146.725 MHz with a 91.5 subtone. And again we regret there will be no formal field day dinner this year However, the bowling club in Pannonia Road will be available as an informal meeting place and meal on Saturday evening, the 26th of February from 6pm. And that's all for me, Rod, VK2FBRJ. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. I wish to thank the presenters, Cole of VK2ZCO, Karen VK2AKB, Ian VK2HK and Rod VK2FBRJ for their assistance in the recording today. I look forward to seeing many of you at the field day on Sunday the 27th. This is VK2FSP Fred saying bye for now. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.